Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. If you are pulling your kid out of school, so you already have kids in school, and now you're going to be homeschooling them at home. Honestly, one of the biggest recommendations I have, and it was something that was told to me when we first started um, homeschooling, is we pulled my, it was a kindergartner and a first grader out of school, is you need to spend at least a good month, if not just your first year of time, just getting back to being a family and what that looks like, because you're changing the dynamics. And so sometimes you don't even need to homeschool with curriculum, and that blows people's mind. I mean, math is one of those things like math and like phonics, like learning to read and math are two things that are helpful to have some curriculum, but there's so many ways to learn that's kind of a little unschooling. So you might be, if you're one of those parents, you're like, yeah, that's all nice and pretty Christy, but I need curriculum. Then there's, there is curriculum out there, but I just want people to know that you can homeschool and kind of do it the easy way. You can study science by looking out and seeing what the weather is, track the weather, see what that looks like, compare the weather to your area to other areas. That's learning science. You know, maybe go to the library, check out some books on on weather. You know, you can pick up a rock and see what's underneath it and study that. You know, it, I we we tend to kind of study what's around us. So we have hummingbirds that are constantly building nests in our yard. So we did a whole little unit study on um, hummingbirds. And for those of you that I just dropped a word that is a homeschoolies word, um, unit studies, that's simply <laughs> taking a subject and building um, curriculum around that. So, and and not like official curriculum, but you're taking something like a hummingbird and I'm going to find, you know, some books about hummingbirds. I'm going to learn science, you know, maybe there's not so much history around hummingbirds, but sometimes there is, you'd be surprised. Like with cats, you can study the history of cats in Egypt, cats in other countries. So there's so many fun ways to really learn how to learn. And that would be my encouragement to families is don't feel bogged down by all of the choices that you have. And sometimes that is just what you need. You need a gentle start, open your Bible, maybe get, um, there's some great missionary books out there. Um, YWAM has a whole series of missionary books that we really enjoy. One of my favorite books is about to blank on it. Um, Oh, I need to go get it. It's Hero Hero Tales. That's the name of it. Um, oh, Hero okay. Tales. And it's, it's just snippets of different missionary lives. And they also have like a character study on there. So when you learn about missionaries, you can learn about the countries that they're from. You know, what what are some of the unique things that are happening there? What are some cultures and you know customs of those things? Find them on a map. You know, yeah. so there's so many ways. When you start homeschooling, you really learn how to make it a lifestyle. So That's my encouragement to those who are pulling their kids out. If you're pulling your kids out of high school, then, um, you know, or you're pulling them out and starting into high school, you do need to be more deliberate. I would say, like, second, third grade down, you can totally be relaxed about your start for homeschooling. Just stick to the basics. Have fun with it. Um, but then if you're homeschooling, like even junior high to high school, you can definitely, you know, cause you're, especially for high school, you're building a transcript. And so that's just, it, right. I mean, as scary as it might sound, 
you are calling up HSLDA, looking on their website, finding out. And again, HSLDA is Homeschool Legal Defense Association. There are mm-hmm. lawyers in the homeschooling realm, and um, they'll show you exactly what's required in your state law to graduate your child. And it will blow your mind. It will blow your mind. Yeah. Like, because we got used, I was just sharing with this with someone um, today at uh, Coffee that. You know, when we go through high school, we think, oh, four years of English, four years of science, four years of math. And it's shocking that in California, at least, it's like two to three years of English, two years of math, two years of science, and they graduate. I mean, it is crazy um, to see what's required in your state. And so that's all you're paying attention to is what's required and then have fun with it. And another important part of starting off is what are your kids interested in and learn about that. And that is going to spark their interest. So when I first told the kids, cause we were, you know, a few weeks into the school and they're having fun at recess and all that. And so like my oldest was like, more time to read. Okay. I'll do all let's homeschool. I can read all day. Yeah. And then my <laughs> second at the time, he was like, but I just want to play soccer all day. Like, can I do that? And then I was like, well, no, we can't do soccer all day. We can pl- play more soccer than you can do at school. But he was so cute. So I'm like, so what do you think? He's like, can we do a volcano? And I was like, absolutely. We are going nice. to build a volcano. <laughs> so we ended up doing this cute little unit study on Hawaii. So we learned about Hawaiian culture. We happened to have a, a Hawaii vacation that we were tying it into. So oh, we went fun. to Hawaii. Um, we took microscopes in Hawaii and learned about the sun and how intense it is. And I brought chocolate. And I learned, this is like this cute little science project I read about. And I learned you should always bring extra chocolate for your children to eat because (laughs) as we were burning, I was showing like how intense the sun is when it goes through the microscope and it burned the chocolate. And they're like, that's cool, but can we eat it? I'm like, Right. <laughs> Sorry. So so bring extra chocolate. That's that's my hack for you. And for but mom then, too. <laughs> and yes, that's a must. So homeschooling and chocolate go very closely yeah, together. Yes. <laughs> but no, just figure out what your kids are passionate about and what they're interested yeah. in learning. We did because I had little boys at the start of our homeschool journey. So we did nights and so we studied the medieval mm. period and we learned about all these crazy things and we did Egypt because Egypt's a fun thing to learn about with boys and so just find yeah. what they're interested in. And as you're building, when you go into high school, what's amazing is how, you know, it takes, what is it like, however many thousand of hours to become an expert at something. We have that opportunity to do that in our homeschools because our kids have yeah. more time. We're not spending all of the changing class periods, changing teacher time. You know, right. we're in there, we get it done. We're usually done by lunch. Uh, my high schoolers go a little bit beyond lunch um, typically, but um, my oldest, has a passion for reading and for writing. And so I just let him go in that area. We centered a lot of his homeschooling around writing. He wrote two novels by the time he was 17. Um, He didn't publish them, but he wrote two novels, which is a huge undertaking. Then my second, who we graduated, he had a real passion and infinity and and just an inspiration with photography. And so he was always ready for it. It rained. He was like out the door with his camera. He wanted to catch like the dew drops and the raindrops falling off the flowers. And and so we just were able to really get him involved in learning about that. Now he's a professional photographer. And my oldest son is working and he's doing copy editing um, with his job. And so... It's just so cool to see how you can really look for these strengths. You can build up the weaknesses, but look for those strengths and pour into them and just let them flourish. And that's something that you can't do in other things. So 
I'm hoping yeah. that by saying all that, like it will really encourage people that you have to take off these like, well, what are they learning in public school? I need my homeschool to look like the public school. Right. This is your school. And, and honestly, we can say that sort of blue in the face. It'll take three years. This is just <laughs> honest to goodness. Three years of homeschooling before you go, huh, I don't care what the public schools are doing. <laughs> this is my yeah. homeschool. And it, it's fine. You know, like just breathe a little, but just keep yeah. reminding yourself that Christine Yvette told you that this is your homeschool and you can design it the way you want to. It doesn't need to look like right. the public school system. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.